0: On a Friday, the day before, Liverpool take on Aston Villa in the Premier League as they still hunt for fourth place in the Premier League. Now, Newcastle beat Brighton last night. Brighton didn't really turn up. I think Brighton were sort of looking at Arsenal away and Newcastle away and thinking if we can get three points from one of those games, that's enough. We'll beat Southampton and then we're pretty much where we want to be. So they were just awful last night. Absolutely awful. But congrats to the two. Newcastle deserve top four. On the balance of the season, Newcastle do deserve top four. And Manchester United were always the team more likely to slip up. Now their run-in is easier, but they are worse than Newcastle. And if it comes down to goal difference, they're obviously fairly poor in that regard. I think they're plus nine on the season. So if there's one team that could slip, it's them. Newcastle dealt with the pressure, so fair play. They'll beat Leicester on Monday night, and that will be them secure. But a draw against Leicester and a draw against Chelsea in their final game is probably enough for them anyway. Uh, We'll go around the main Liverpool websites and have a look and see what's going on. Villa fans fear being torn a new one at Anfield, but Ollie Watkins warning shot. Ollie Watkins talking things up, as he's right to do, in fairness. Uh, Liverpool, Aston Villa, and a bittersweet Stephen Gerrard connection. I mean, an incredible player for us, a poor manager for them. Simple as that, really. I mean, Gerrard, the manager is a long way away from being anywhere close to the level of Gerard the player. Now, I assume he will take another managerial job at some point. But I listened to him on that roundtable that Trent hosted with Steve Sidwell and the two other gentlemen whose names I, I can't remember. But listening to Stevie talk, he really struck me as somebody that would actually be better suited to being you know, head of an academy. The way he talked about the issues in how academies are run and the ruthless nature of them and ways to go about fixing some of the problems really did give me the impression that that is something that Gerard could be excellent at. Uh, Jurgen Klopp banned versus Aston Villa after Paul Tierney comments. So Jürgen got a two-game touchline ban, one of which is suspended until next season. And, you know, if he steps at a line again, they'll tack it on to a future ban. So he will miss the game against Villa. He'll have to sit in the stands, which given it's the last home game for Bobby and Milner, et cetera, et cetera, is a bit of a shitter because I think he would have liked to have been there on the bench when they were coming off the bench to go onto the pitch and play whatever 10, 15 minute cameo roles they were going to play. You know, one last hug as they enter the field, but he'll have to wait till after the game. It's a shame. I mean, it's a nonsense really, but we knew it was coming. Tottenham fan pleads guilty to mocking Hillsborough victims at Anfield. A 23 year old Tottenham supporter named Carl Darlow was accused of making pushing gestures during the 4-3 tie between Liverpool and Tottenham at the end of April. What a scumbag. What an absolute scumbag. I hope they throw the book at him. Whatever they can give him, whatever um, sentencing they can give him, give him... The strictest possible one. Absolute prick. Uh revealed. Liverpool complained to FA over unfair treatment of Mo Salah by referees. About time. It's taken far too long. Far, far too long for this to happen. Gatinho to miss the game because of injury. That's a shame. Would have been nice to see Phil back for Bobby's last time, but at least I assume he'll be with the squad, at least. X ref claims Jurgen Klopp got off lightly with Van, um, says the FA have lost control. Which dribbling idiot is this then? Oh, Keith Hackett. Oh, <laughs> uh, we didn't know God made people without brains, but you know Keith Hackett is proof that he did. Uh, Luke Chambers insists he could never walk out on Kilmarnock's relegation battle, even though it means he will miss England's under-20 World Cup campaign. You know what? Says a lot about his character. Big fan of that. And he's one that I think does have a future at Liverpool. He's a very talented player, seems to have the right mentality. And I think he's a good fit for that left-back left-centre-back, hybrid-type role, not as a starter, obviously, for any time soon, but certainly as one that could be developed as a potential backup. What else do we have here? Uh, the FA have released a full transcript of what Jurgen Klopp and Paul Tierney both said. Interesting. Although Klopp later revealed what Tierney had said after a celebration of the touchline, the full conversation between Tierney, John Brooks, the fourth official, and Klopp has now been disclosed. The report states, Mr. Brooks contacted Mr. Tierney and said, Jürgen Klopp has just run and celebrated in my face. I think it's a red card, mate, minimum. Sorry, a yellow card, mate, minimum. Tierney responded saying he had not seen what happened and needed advice whether to sanction, the sanction should be a yellow or red card. The VAR reviewed the ref, the video footage and confirmed a yellow card. Armed with the confirmation, Tierney went to Klopp and showed him a yellow card saying, right, I have to show you a yellow. It could be a red, but I'm going to show you yellow. He said yellow, we will give you the benefit of benefit of the doubt. Don't do anything more. Huh. Yeah, I think Jürgen is probably wrong on this one. Um, I wonder if he did hear something or thought he heard something different. Liverpool have freed up £535,000 in wages ahead of this summer transfer window so that's bobby Nabby off smilner hour probably another 60 grand or so if um if adrian leaves it's more than that as well because one or two of those one in particular is on a an appearance-based deal. So the more he plays his cameos, he gets more money. So, you know. Um, Yeah, Arthur, apparently 58,000. So that'll bring it to about 600 grand. Hmm. Interesting. Uh only one of Brendan Rodgers' 33 signings will still be at Liverpool next season. That, of course, will be Joe Gomez. Let's have a look at what Rodgers signed for Liverpool, because I'm feeling mean. Uh, Fabio Barini, flop. Osuma Asidi, flop. Joe Allen, I think it would be harsh to say flop. I don't know that you could say success. We'll call him a push. Sturridge success, Coutinho success. They clearly weren't Rogers signings, though. They were clearly committee signings. Uh, Sam Adiesel, poor fella. His knees just gave up. He's just, I think he's playing non-league now in Germany. Yeah, he's playing amateur football in Germany now. He's still only 28. Uh, Nuri Sahin in on loan flop. 13-14. Um, Luis Alberto, super talented. Rogers never gave him a chance. Iago Aspas, flop. Brilliant for Salto Vigo. Uh, Mignolet, I think a push. I don't think you could call him a success, but not a failure either. Colo, legendary. Ilori, unfortunately, flop. Sacco, definitely not a flop. Played a key role in us almost winning the title and when we sold him, we made a big profit on him. We made 8 million on Sacco, so um Sissoko and Victor Moses on loan um don't think either of them will live long in the in the memory of many of us uh into 1415 then this is where it starts to get hilarious uh Lambert flop Lalana flop Chan I think Chan was a success Markovic flop Lovren flop Origi success Albi Moreno will give a push to Balotelli flop, Manquillo just didn't work. And then his last summer Gomez success, Milner success, Ing's flop, Bogdan, <laughs> Adam Bogdan, uh Bobby, the biggest success probably. Uh, Klein flop, Benteke flop, and then Klopp took over um, and signed Marco Grujic and Stephen Calker. Um, yeah, not, not a great hit record for the Brodge, uh, unfortunately, but not at all surprising given what we've seen since. Jurgen Klopp was right about Sadio Mane as Philippe Coutinho shows way forward for Pool. Okay. Mason Mount signs three exit, bring in sixty-two million dollars. What a dream Liverpool transfer window could look like! If your dreams, I like, and I like Mason Mount, so let me just preface that I like Mason Mount. But if your dreams include Mason Mount, you're probably a little bit unambitious. Um, so Jack Talbot has put forward a two hundred million suggested budget. Not that Jack Talbot has any idea what's going on, but. Uh, they've got sales of Kelleher, Matip, and Nat Phillips. Is that all? Incomings. They've gone from Mount. They've gone Caicedo. Alexis. Uh, that That, to be fair, that is a good window. That's a really good window. Now... If you're bringing in an you might as well sell Costa Simicus or Andy Robertson, whichever one you want. Costas is the younger player. Robbo's the better player, but Robbo will bring in more money than Costas. So, you know, you could do either. Um, the idea that Liverpool are going to get 15 million for Nat Phillips, though, is hysterical. Liverpool should serve Jurgen Klopp midfield depth with transfer for the next Angolo County. Oh, this is very exciting. The next Angolo County, you say. Amir Richardson, a springy midfielder. Springy. Moroccan under-21 international. Look's an absolute unit. Plays for Le Harve in League 2. He's 6'5". Oh, sign him up. Oh, his dad is Michael Ray Richardson. Oh, absolutely sign him up. Michael Ray Richardson was a good player. Basketball player, not football player. Um, I I don't know anything about this kid, to be honest. So, um, but you know, I do like big, tall midfielders. Bring us him and bring us a little bit of Kefran Turam. And uh, you'd be very happy with that. He's pretty good in terms of progressive runs, good in terms of dribbles. Three goals, four assists. In fairness, pretty decent numbers. Now, it is the second division of France. So, you know, you do have to factor that in. But I think I might have to go down the wormhole on this fella. Because uh, that's a very interesting profile. Right. What else do we have? Uh, Pep and Linders could lead Liverpool to next Jabby Lanza. That's Tain Coop Miners. So, no thanks. Too slow. Too slow. Great, great on the ball. But he would have to play next to Trent in a double pivot, and teams will just run through that midfield. So no. Jurgen Klopp already has four options in plain sight to fill Bobby Firmino void at Liverpool. Four options. Who are the four? Darwin Shota Gakbo. Is Carvalho the forward? Yeah, seems to be. Um, Liverpool makes Mohamed Salah request as Jurgen Klopp keen on next Saul Niguez transfer. Who is the next Saul? Uh, Liverpool demands Jurgen Klopp on, answers. That's about Mo been treated badly by referees. The next Saul is Andy Diuff. Now, he is very, very talented. Yeah, I I wouldn't be against this one at all. He's been really good for Basel since he went there. Scored that brilliant goal against um, Fiorentina. Would not be against that at all. Uh, Supercomputer offers Liverpool hope over Manchester United in Champions League predictions going very far. Liverpool have Jurgen Klopp's successor emerging that Real Madrid also admires. That is Xavi. There's a bit about the kit launch. That's pretty much everything that's there. On Anfieldindex.com. There is a piece put together from Jan Molby talking about Curtis Jones. Stephen Smith has a piece about who our rivals should be next year. Uh, The news team put together a piece about Jürgen's touchline ban. I have the Premier League preview up. And Andrew Beasley, why Alison Becker should be Liverpool's Player of the Year. So they're all there. Check them out and uh, enjoy your weekends. And hopefully the Reds get win number eight and keep the pressure on. If we could win and United could lose, wouldn't that be just fantastic? Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community